So yeah. with Marie Queenan, Reunited is the short film. She is the writer. She's the director. She's You're also the star of the film too, correct? Uh, one of them. I would say it's an equal stardom. Okay, that's that's a fair comment. How does that work? Uh, did you, when you were writing the script, did you know that you're going to be, you're going to act in the film as well? Um, yeah, I did. It was um, the first time that I was directing a short film that I wrote. And uh, last time, um, like I started out as, a, as an actor, I went to theater school. And so for me, producing films started as um, uh, me wanting to act more and then writing yeah, writing the types of roles that I wanted to play made sense. Um, but yeah, after having someone direct my first one, I decided that's not happening again. I'm going to direct everything I make. Um, <laughs> I'm now I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's to, a story there. Yeah, there is a bit of a story, but uh, I'm trying to take a step back from the acting a bit, a little bit in my like future projects. But um, it just meant that I had to plan a lot more. Um, I had a really clear vision, so it was a lot of rehearsals um, ahead of time with Vanessa. Um, sorry, Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> Veronica Long. Um, Veronica Long, amazing. yeah. Veronica Long, she's amazing. Um, we did a, a rehearsal with the camera as well beforehand because um, initially, like, there was, like, a lot of camera movement and following. So, yeah, everything was really just well planned out before. Um, and I didn't have a lot of time for playback because we shot the whole thing in a day. So let's, I want to talk to you about you. So this is, you said this is the first film you directed? Yeah. Well, I think it's a really nicely directed film. So I want to talk to you about that first, first and foremost. Thank you. So the film is reunited. So give, give people a backstory if they haven't seen the film. It's the film is reunited to a couple. We've all experienced this before. There's there's been some sort of breakup, then they're reuniting. The way you directed the film is that obviously they're emotionally separated from each other because that's what happens. They're they've lived different lives, but you connect them in the film the entire time. Like they're always in the same frame. Even the way you started the film with the split screen, like she's she's entering your character is entering your ex's character's uh, domain. They're you basically split screen them, so you're like they're can they're always in the same frame the entire film. I'm assuming that you did that consciously. Yeah, yeah, no, the split screen was really intentional. Um, yeah, it was it was really to show like they're that they're separated but connected. Yeah, it, that yeah, you pretty much nailed it. That was the reason that we had the split screen. Um, yeah, I think that I had like a lot of ideas with the split screen. Um, we thought about doing more split screen, but uh, the amount that we had uh, worked out. Yeah. It's usually like, so generally speaking, you watch another film like the like this, where the, this this couple that are trying to reconnect it, the director on purpose will, will keep them apart from the frame, right? And then when they connect, they'll put them together, just like kind of like directing one-on-one. But you did, the, you did the exact opposite, which works so well. Like you just, you made them always connected yeah it's I, I think it's because um for this couple for this story they're um like they will always have a connection like they'll always be the the what ifs and like at the end of the film I wanted it to seem like maybe they'll just decide like that they want to be together or maybe they'll decide it's not right now but um I definitely don't see their relationship ending after the film 
I see like there's some sort of evolution that would happen. Uh, if it was a feature film, um, you would dive like really deep into the backstory and whether they got back together would be way more ambiguous. So then that leads to the question, is there uh, a feature film? Is there like a bigger story here? Um, <laughs> I haven't written it, but I would write it if I had, um, if I had like the right, I guess, interest to be moving the project forward. Cause I definitely, like when I wrote this, I thought like, oh yeah, like there is so much that I could continue to get into in terms of like this relationship and this story. And, um, and the amount of information that I feel like I packed into 10 minutes in a way that doesn't feel like, let me tell you this information yeah. was, uh, I was one of my prouder moments as a writer. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're, it's like, you're giving subtext without telegraphing it to the audience. Like you're giving the audience information, but they're not, they're not aware of it. They're just, they're into the, the, the relationship. They're into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's called good writing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like to think that my writing's all right. So then your co-star, did you always have her in mind to, pl to play the other role? So no, actually. Uh, originally, I was casting, um, originally, I was going to play her role and I was going to cast a man for the uh, other role. Okay. And then I was doing um, callbacks and I wanted a reader. And so I got Veronica to read. And she was just reading the character so clearly and this way in my brain I'm like I was like let's just and like we finished she's like this is so great the script's so great and I think the script evolved as we workshopped it together because we did a lot of rehearsals um and yeah so in the callback <laughs> with like I don't know like these like five guys and like I think I had like watched like 30 auditions or something I just went, I'm like, well, um, I'm just going to offer you the part because clearly it's a totally different story. Um, I am bisexual. So for me, like it also did really um, fit and make sense um, in terms of like that fluidity that I feel. And also it was a really great moment for me to explore um, like the queer side of my life and things that I've like sort of shut down and things that I've thought about in a in a really different way. So it, it just, that's like a casting reader's dream story, but that's what they all, because that secretly, not that I'm generalizing, of course, but that's probably what they all want, right? They want the the casting director to go, you know what? You are so good. We're going to hire you to do it, right? The, uh, yeah, um, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I think it depends on the project. I'm sure there's like a lot of readers that that might happen to, and they would go yeah. like, oh, I'm okay. I mean, it depends on the project. Uh, I have heard this story a couple times with commercials, but with film and television usually the um like the characters are pretty set so if you have like a different gender yeah. reading for a role it's um but for me every time I write I always think like any character could be any gender and any character could be any sexuality yeah um so it really unless I, it, unless the plot dictates that it needs to be a certain gender or sexuality I guess right yeah, I try not to write that way. I think the only difference is like if I'm writing like a like I tend to write obviously female focused. Yeah. Um writing, um but I'm pretty fluid in terms of any character could switch genders. Yeah. No, that, I'm well, I guess what I'm saying is that that's that's a good school of like any of, of, of the industry in itself, right? Like Yeah. Any character can be anybody. It doesn't have to be 
specifically like the nurse character has to be female well you know what i mean like the the secretary has to be female like it's like we get into yeah. these gender role kind of uh kind of like cliches yeah. i guess right 100 percent. yeah um yeah and especially for a two-hander and like a romance story um i think because i i think like i don't know i just in my mind i i don't think i was ready to initially um like tackle um a more LGBTQ focused story. I think that was just something that was happening with me internally. But then like, yeah, honestly, just watching Veronica read, it was a pretty, it was just, I knew. I'm like, okay, this story is different. It's it's still a love story. It's still the exes. The base is still there, but um, the underlying current of what this is like really about is a lot different. And that was really scary and cool for me to be able to explore. So, okay, so I let's talk about your directing again. It's, so it's 11 minute film about two people having a conversation, but there's a lot of camera movement. There's a lot of, there's a lot of staging involved in your film. Tell me about working with your cinematographer because you're on frame. You're in, you're in every frame seems seemingly. So you're, you're not behind the camera. So I'm sure I'm assuming you have a lot of trust in your DP to, to, to carry the, the film through. I do have a lot of trust in my DP and actually to add to the whole thing, typically with indie projects, your DP is also going to be manning the camera um yeah. my dp broke her foot five days before shooting um so we had someone else um actually doing the camera work but we did um we did a rehearsal like we started our day off with a rehearsal of the entire um the entire script um with the camera movement because i um i was pretty clear that i wanted the camera movement to be really fluid and I was clear about like the static moments um, that I want. I think there's only one that we really use. It's when they're playing cards. It was more of a, a pullback. Yeah. Um, uh, I think because I, I don't know. I think I made it really simple. I said like, we just want to be sure that we're like following and seeing things how they are. Um, and we only had uh, like three shooting locations, essentially like in the house that yeah. we were shooting in. So my goal was to make it as simple as possible. Um, and in terms of frames, we also kept it a, like a limited amount of, um, um, of like frame sizes, um, just because I didn't want to have like thousands of options. And, you know, when it was close, like I wanted to be having yeah. the audience like close in with the story. And when it was further out, it's because there was a little more breath. Um, and I think that, yeah, just all of the the frame sizes that we use really make sense with how the breadth of the story is going. So, but then you're doing so. Then we just planned before. You're doing coverage for each person, so you're in the frame while she's in a close up because you're like, so. But you're just you're doing you're just you're doing coverage for her, and then you're just turning the camera around and doing your coverage. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch a lot of playback. Um, because you weren't using two cameras, I guess, right? No, just, no, no. We were just using one. So you're acting for both, like you each had to act for each person when they're doing the close-up. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Next time, maybe you, you can use another camera. I don't know. But basically, but it's like, I'm just kidding around. But basically, because that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, of like, I love, I love the idea of two cameras uh, always. I'm like, give me more cameras. Give me five <laughs> cameras. I'll use them. Uh, <laughs> but... No, uh, I think the reason that it worked is just because I was really clear um, and there was like a lot of discussion. And my editor, um, I brought my editor in for the day. She was uh, doing script supervision. 
And I kind of mentioned moments. I was like, these are the moments that we probably might have to look out for in terms of like performance or, um, and I think, yeah, I think I just watched the first playback of each take. So you're, you're in editing and so you're obviously in every scene, like you, the, you, the, the, the person, yes. you're, you're, you're as an actor, but how do you remove yourself from like, that's from your own vanity and say, that's not that like, you have to say that that's a character in my film, even though that's you, does that, does that make sense? Um, yes, a hundred percent. I think that, um, I think I've just been acting for like so long that I've had to watch a lot of self tapes back. Um, and I know that, I guess I just understand like what my job is as an actor, what my job is as a director and how to separate those. And really when I look at myself, like on camera when you watch playbacks or anything it's not about um yeah really all I watch is like is like is the are the characters connecting is the connection there is it real it doesn't have to like look pretty because it never feels like pretty looking at a video of yourself acting as someone else it's always a little bit weird yeah if that makes sense so you're just trying to hit the the the, the beats of the story I guess yeah I think uh, I, I think acting is just really about connecting with another person and breathing. And if you can genuinely connect with another person and breathe, then it shows on camera. Um, I will say that the first take I watched back and I went, Oh, I was like, I don't think I'm connecting. I'm, I'm thinking about what I need to do right now. Um, and I don't think we used that take and the rest of the day was pretty smooth. Um, but we did, like I said, we did a lot of rehearsal. We rehearsed, um, for like a couple times a week for a month so that on the day it wasn't like what are our lines again we were just like going through we already like we had the character connection down we had the script down uh veronica is um also like a classically trained actor she went to theater school so for us it was really nice to be able to kind of treat this short film like a short play mm. and really um dive into you know like the relationship and the dynamic and you know do some weird exercises and uh so it was, yeah it was really seamless is there is there is there such a, a thing of, of being over rehearsed is there such a thing as too much rehearsal mm, no i don't i don't think so i genuinely i genuinely don't think so i think that I think that sometimes people get into their heads about, you know, um, when it comes to rehearsal, they get in their heads about, um, oh, I have to do it this way. And they don't let um, like spontaneous moments come up for themselves. But um, I think that like the more that you rehearse something as it is with theater, like you have to rehearse over and over again, because like in a theater play, you have an hour of dialogue that you have to be able to repeat night after night. Um, I think that those principles, like the reason people do so much rehearsal for theater is because it's not about taking away the spontaneity that could come up. It's about understanding what your motivations are and what your connections are so that anytime something happens, you can genuinely respond and you don't have to think about the words. Um, so that's why I think, yeah. I think that if you 
get in your head from over rehearsal, then you just need to do a lot more, um, um, a lot more impulse work, and then that'll help. Gotcha. So we brought the audience, we brought the audience to you with the feedback. What did you think of what the our audience had to say about your film? Uh, it was really cool watching um, people like. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was actually uh, mind blowing having people uh, give feedback. It was um, it was lovely that uh, the things that I really wanted to showcase in this were brought forward, um, such as like the importance of like the split screen of like keeping them together, um, and also about the pacing. Um, yeah, and like the soundtrack, uh, I was worried that people were gonna think like that there was too much static air, um, but it seems that. Yeah, my goal was that um, there didn't need to be music because yeah. um, just the connection was there. And I was hoping that that would draw people in and it yeah. seemed to. Um, and yeah, and it, it was really affirming for people to respond to. Um, yeah, like this story that I want to share because it, it really did become uh, a really beautiful exploration for me about um, what it means to um to be like a bisexual woman and like dating women and dating men and the difference of it and how it feels and it's confusing and um and also just you know having someone that you really love um and being frustrated with them because they left <laughs> yeah yeah it's there's a lot of universal emotions there in your film i yeah. just, just want to say that it's a like this is your first film as a director keep directing keep making movies um a lot of original, like you said, it's like a, it's like a, it's about two people having a conversation. But you brought it. It's a very cinematic film, and even the way you describe like the the theatrical kind of process of you guys making this film in terms of like having it like a one act kind of a one play. But it's a very visual film, and you and so and you you directed it. And it's got a unique style. It doesn't take. I'm only analyzing it on second viewing, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. watching your film, and I'm like, I'm in. I'm into your story. And then now I'm kind of breaking it apart how you did it. So it's like, so that's, that tells me a lot. So, so my suggestion to you is just keep from someone who sees a lot of films, keep, keep directing films and keep kind of like, you know, keep, keep expanding, keep kind of like, keep kind of like, uh, keep, 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 keep getting scared, I guess. Right. Like keep doing more kind of ambitious films. If you can. Thank you. Yeah, that is uh, honestly, that is, um, that is the plan to slowly continue to, to build up um, on what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for the future. Um, I'm in less of a rush, which is also really relaxing, but I know that I'll continue to be making projects throughout my life. Well, let's talk again when your next film is made. Sounds good. I'll make sure you get it first. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Incorporated. We're gonna do it. Chance will take